All right. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome in to the Fantasy Addicts Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, with co-host Nikki B. Nice to see you. Yep. Back again. Um, today, we're going to start our first of a segment we're going to start doing called Why You Suck at Fantasy Football. So I know that our uh, significant others, Emily and Britt, are watching. So this is why some mistakes that you would make if you ever decide you want to play with us. Um, so, all right. I'm excited. You ready to go, Nick? Let's do it. All right. Chica, chica, yeah. All right. The first thing we're going to cover is some snake draft strategy in redraft leagues. So, Nick, explain to the people what a snake draft is. Snake draft is when you go in order 1 through 10 or 12 or however many teams are in your league. And then when you start the second round of the draft, you go in reverse order. So, let's say you had the 12th pick in the first round. You'll have the first pick in the second round. All right, and whenever you go into a fantasy draft, whatever type of league you're playing in, you want to be prepared. So Don't forget to bring a towel. Yep, you got to have everything you need. All right. I wasn't so, ready for a tally drop. <laughs> it's always a good time for a tally drop. I agree. I, I agree. have no idea what's going on. Um, all right, so why don't you kick it off with the uh, first bit of advice. Um, if you suck at fantasy football, what's something that you might be able to do better, Nick? Yeah, I think if you're looking at the the draft, I think you can really key in on recognizing when there's tier shifts. So um, most experts have their rankings for the draft or for the year, and you know they'll say, okay, these are the top three running backs, and then there's a tier drop, and then there's going to be the next couple running backs, and then a tier drop. Um, I think with the draft, you can kind of see, you know, as the the draft is kind of going along, it's like, okay, the top you know two running backs are gone. Now there's a tier drop, so you don't necessarily have to rush to pick up a running back. Um, you know, there may be three or four running backs kind of in that same tier if you're looking at it um, kind of on a value basis. Yeah, and with the tiers, that's basically kind of how, you know, the experts have kind of projected are going to have similar finishes. So there might be a guy in that tier that, you know, um, does better than the others, but they're all hopefully, you know, if things go according to plan, going to finish kind of in that same ballpark. Right, yeah, if you want to kind of – overlook at your draft with like a you know stages you know okay here's a group a group b group c i want a group a player and a group c player or you know if, you, if you're organizing your draft kind of like that you know these these tiers can be a, a big thing to look for yeah and again as long as you get someone in that tier um and again hopefully they will have a similar outcome to a guy who may have gone a multiple picks before that but was in that same tier right where you can actually grab value you know elsewhere by picking up a you know, maybe a wide receiver instead of a running back. Mm -hmm. 60% of the time, it works every time. All right. So now we'll talk about a couple strategies that you can use. So one that we'll talk about is the zero RB. You'll hear about uh, the zero running back. So that strategy, how it works is you kind of, those first rounds, you really take your picks and you um, aim for a high-value wide receiver, a guy who you know is going to produce um, a Michael Thomas, uh, Devonte Adams kind of guy, and again, those first couple rounds, you just take running. Or you don't take running backs. You take wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. Try and get you know, let's say you have two or three wide receiver slots, or you have two wide receiver and a flex. All of those spots you want to fill up with really high level wide receivers. Part of the reasoning for that strategy is that there's a belief that wide receivers are a little bit more. Um, they have less injuries throughout the year. Running back, you know, it's a pounding position. You got to run into a line full of guys that are trying to hurt you every every time you're out there and running the ball. Um, and again, a lot of times there are running backs to get hurt. And also in the NFL, there's more teams moving to running back by committee. So 
if you can pick up some later round um, running backs with some value, some guys that are part of a committee or maybe some guys that are handcuffed to a guy who um, is possibly someone who has a history of injury or a guy who might be a little bit older, have kind of some concern that he could re-aggravate things, then you fill your slots later in the draft with those kind of players. Yeah, I think you see a lot of, like, fad draft strategies. You know, you got zero RB, you know, you got, you know, you have to take RB, RB, and then wide receiver, wide receiver. You know, there's a lot of different, like, plans of people, you know, I'm just going best player available, and whatever happens, happens after that. Um, You know, there's a ton of fad strategies. But at least with zero RB, there's some, you know, sense to make of it, especially if you're maybe later on in the draft year. If you're in the eighth spot or ninth spot, um, even further along, RBs are just hard to get, especially good RBs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's always going to be a run on them in the first round. So let's say six or seven RBs go in the first round. Well, there's going to be wide receivers that outperform those those running backs, you know. So maybe you take the wide receiver, you know, because you can get value there. If, if people just keep taking all the running backs, grab the value wide receivers and then take the, take the running backs as they come later on and go for quantity over quality. Yeah, and something we were talking about before the episode is even if you kind of go in with the strategy, you never know what people are going to do, who's going to grab somebody. Maybe somebody's a wild card, takes a wide receiver that you were kind of basing that strategy on before, you know, a lot of the things hadn't projected going. So one of the things is just be prepared, stay calm. Serenity now! Um, and again, have a plan. So Well, and whatever strategy you choose or you don't choose, I mean, got him. Um, whatever strategy you choose or don't choose, if you want to just take the, you know, as it comes with best player available, um, you know, just commit to it. I mean, of course we're in, you know, three, four, five leagues ourselves. So, I mean, we choose, okay, I'm going to maybe try this strategy in this league, this one, another league, you know, pick and choose and, and see what, see what fits for, for what you like. Yeah. And I'll just touch on it quickly is again. So the way that I like to prepare that a lot of people prepare is with the mock draft, um, they have them on Fantasy Pros. That's one that I use a lot where you can go in and kind of, you know, play against computers or bots. There are also leagues that, you know, are um, a lot of platforms where you can do um, against real people just before your draft, just a mock draft to kind of get an idea of where people are going and kind of maybe practice like, oh, if this player is not available that I've taken in mock drafts before, who could I pivot to who's going to be available? And it gives you an idea of where all the guys are. Right, exactly. Um, all right. That's pretty <laughs> This is the best video. I love the video. Um, all right, so let's move on to our third point, and it kind of fits into a strategy as well of the late quarterback. Yeah. Uh, you hear it recommended over and over again, the late quarterback, but I think we kind of need to stress the importance of if you miss out on, what, Mahomes and, I mean. And Lamar Jackson, You think yeah. Lamar Jackson, too? But I do. I don't like him in the first round. No. So do you? No, and again, I think with the quarterbacks, there's just a lot of guys that you can get that are going to finish pretty similarly. Maybe Lamar and Pat Mahomes, they give you that uh, positional advantage. Right. But a lot of the other ones, um, I think that's a mistake that kind of new players, because you know the quarterbacks. Their name right. recognition is a lot better. Like, not everybody knows the second wide receiver on every team, um, but everybody's heard of Tom Brady. Everybody knows Aaron Rodgers, and everybody knows, you know, Phillip Rivers, Drew Brees. But those guys... They're going to finish more similarly to other quarterbacks than the than Christian McCaffrey is going to finish to the you know the right. fourth round right. um, running. Back. I think the earliest I'm taking a quarterback is if I have like the one one or one two and I get Christian McCaffrey or or Saquon, 
maybe I go for that Mahomes Jackson stack and just hope they score. 40 to 50 points yeah. a week for you. And Jackson's kind of a cheat code because he runs so much. And if you right. play in leagues, look at your settings because quarterbacks, the way they score for rushing yeah. um, is different than how for they sure. score for passing. So that makes a big difference for him. So he might be the only one that I personally would reach for. Um, but yeah, if you, you know, in the third or fourth round, you see, oh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback. I've heard of him. And you right. take him. Oh... I made a mistake. Don't do that. Mistakes uh, from <laughs> yeah, Aaron has, didn't have a great year last and, year. As and obviously, we're, we're talking about the 2020 season. You know, future seasons, it's the same theory. You know, you're probably looking at the top one, maybe two, maybe three quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. If you don't get one of those and you don't have to reach for them, then I would just punt on the position until until later in the draft and, and, and grab somebody that's ranked in the 10 to 12 where you can kind of just stream as you go. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that, again, there are a lot of experts that subscribe to that take a quarterback late theory. Um, and also with quarterbacks, some people will stream the position where, you know, you just take a guy who has a good matchup that first week and then you kind of look at the waiver wires. You can usually find, a, you know, a middle to good quarterback who might have just a great matchup. So if you get, right. you know, if you could take. it, It's the easiest position to pick matchups for. Okay, this quarterback, they play the 30th ranked defense. Yeah. They're going to have a good game eight out of ten times. Yeah, if you could take Ben Roethlisberger versus Miami, or you could take you know, um, you know, a higher tier quarterback versus a really strong defense. Right, you, it's a toss up. You might want to take the chance on Ben, and a lot of times it does end up end up working out that right, way. Right, right. Um, um, let's move this on. This is our, the way. This is the way. Let's move on to our final point here, um, and it, it's really on position runs. Okay. I just think you got to watch how the draft's going. You know, you mm-hmm. kind of have to be flexible when you approach a draft. You can come in with a strategy, but sometimes you'll see, like I mentioned before, okay, running back, running back, running back, mm-hmm. running back, wide receiver, running back, running back. All of a sudden, you know, the, the top seven running backs are gone, and you're sitting there like, I was going to take running back, running back, and Missed now I don't know what to do. that much. Just to live outside. <laughs> um <laughs> And, and I think that's just where you go. You have to flip and go. Well, some of these guys are going to get not good running back deals. I'm going to go for the surefire wide receivers, get my value, and kind of change my approach to the whole draft. Yeah, and where I personally like to look at runs is when I have waited for that quarterback to a later round, or I have waited for that tight end for a later round. Yeah, and you're waiting. You got a couple that you like that you know are going to go a little bit, and you see just before you. Tight end, tight end, tight end. Like maybe you need to grab that tight end because if people are paying attention right. to those runs, you know, if the next three go off, you're going to be sitting way farther down with tight ends because there's right. such a drop off. Same with quarterbacks. If you've got a quarterback who's you've got your eye on, um, again, seventh, eighth, ninth round, if they start to go, sometimes right. people become aware of it and they'll jump in and they'll grab the quarterbacks and you yeah. could get left with. Um, you know, a Mitch Trubisky, and you don't, <laughs> want, you don't have that. Nobody wants that. Um, and I think just another, um, you know, extra tidbit is, you know, just don't panic. You know, just don't panic the whole time. Just Serenity now! Just keep calm. You know, it, it's a game at the end of the day, you know, whatever the wager. So just don't yeah. panic. Approach it. It's supposed to be fun. And yeah. The you terminal know. here is tilting. You don't want to tilt. If, you know, even if one pick didn't yeah. go your way, you know, if you were on the clock, you're running out of time, you just right. hit a button. Um that happens, but just and you can't lose reset. it in the draft. One pick again. You don't want to mess up your first or second pick. Yeah. But even if you you know take someone that's just 
still high up on the board. Right. Usually those first tier picks. Well, I think um, to that note too, you know, this is supposed to be fun. Get your guy. You know, if, if you have a guy like Gronk's my guy, I'm going to get him. You know, if, if I have to reach around. If you, you're taking him in the fourth. I'm, I'm going to get him. <laughs> Just, oh, if I have to reach two rounds. You're running out of time. I, so- I immediately regret this decision. Because you know what? You, you don't want to not take him, and then somebody else takes him, and, and they blow up against you. Yeah. And then you have to just live with that for the entire Get season. Get your guy is good, yeah. It's, yeah. Again, it's, if you miss, you can go to the waiver wires. You can find a new guy. But if right. that guy hits in all season, you I got to watch Nick with the guy that I wanted just winning you championships. Can just, you can just live it. That hurts. He can't, can can't live, live that it. way. Um, All right, so that'll uh, wrap it up for our first segment of Why You Suck at Fantasy Football, and hopefully you take that info to heart and you can become a champion. You know what it's called? It's called winning. It's called being a champion. That's right. Um, Thank you for watching. Uh, Consider subscribing, please, and maybe commenting. Thank you.